0: Are you tired of hearing, I built a six-figure business in six months. Here's how I did it. Yeah, us too. I'm Jen, and I'm a money coach, a wife, and a mom.
1: And I'm Ashley. I'm a social media manager, a dog mom, and a craft lover.
0: I know money. And I know media. But we're still a bit fuzzy on how to build a business online. Come along for the ride while we try and figure it out. I'm Jen. I'm Ashley. And we're in the trenches. Please remember that while we are experts, we don't know the details of your specific situation, so nothing we say should be taken as personal advice. If you feel like you need some guidance, please reach out to an appropriate qualified professional before taking action. Everyone. Welcome back to In the Trenches. It is July the 3rd, and here is what is going on in our world. Ashley, I feel like I haven't talked to you in so long. I, am, I miss your face. I know. <laughs> it's, been a few, it's been a few weeks, but I feel like things,
1: it, It's. I say it's been a few weeks, but I feel like the time goes by so fast. I'm like, it's already July.
0: Where did June go? It was eaten. Actually, it's probably burning with the oceans. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, how are you doing up there? It's has it been scorching? It has been so. For anyone who doesn't know, I live on the west coast of Canada and we had the craziest heat wave that literally the hottest days on record for my city ever recorded mm-hmm. like ever. And for anybody who lives in a tropical or desert climate, you're gonna hear the temperatures and think you're kind of a pansy, stop complaining. Um, But our city is simply not equipped. Our province is not equipped because these are unprecedented temperatures for where we live. A lot of homes don't have air conditioning Mm -hmm. and, you know, we were just not set up for this kind of heat. And so it got up to um, here where I live now. Okay. I'm going to try and translate this into Fahrenheit for any Americans listening. So it was 45 where no 43. Celsius, which is around 99 to 100 in Fahrenheit. So it was pretty, pretty smoking hot. We had a rough couple of days where we literally just existed. Like, and our entire mission was keeping myself cool, keeping my husband cool, keeping the dog from getting heat stroke again because he had it three years ago, and once you have it once, you're more susceptible. So trying to keep him cool, trying to keep the children cool and occupied. Um, So those basically two, three days, I didn't do anything else besides just exist. Yep. But, you know, we coped.
1: Hopefully cooler now.
0: It's much cooler now.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: As I would say to that, cool. (laughs) Cool. Yes, I would, I had never, I remember waking up uh, about, uh, it was, so Sunday and Monday were the record-breaking days, and I woke up on Wednesday morning to see clouds in the sky, and I have never in my life been that excited to see a cloud, Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) like, oh my
0: god! Loud. and I looked at the temperature gauge and it was like, you know, 10 degrees cooler than it was the previous day. And I'm, I just like, I, I felt like weeping. I was just so relieved.
1: But it's like, it doesn't matter the temperature outside. It's always so much hotter inside. And it's like, it's so stuffy. And then trying to, I went to this basketball camp, not to digress, but I went to this basketball camp when I was um, like uh, in eighth grade and you stayed in the dorms and it was the middle of the summer and the dorms didn't have air conditioning and I just remember like you just wet a towel and you like put it on your pillow like please let me get some sleep tonight because it's so hot in here it was yeah it was torturous
0: that sounds awful and then not only that but then to play basketball on top of that Uh uh-huh like trying to get your body to function. Like I had trouble doing things like, you know, making a sandwich. So, yeah. you know, playing well, a like, sport, we're going to go, brutal.
1: we're, we're going to go work out at, at the field house. Let's go walk there. And it's like, anything but that, anything
0: but that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it was crazy. Like even, even like all of the like fitness classes, sports, everything got canceled that day because mm-hmm. like our community and our, our demographic is just not we're just not set up for that kind of heat. And uh, yeah.
1: Well, the temperature is broken. So where are
0: you at with your business? So where am I at with my business? That is a great question. So things have been going pretty well with the business. Um, Last couple of weeks, I've been really just pushing, 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 you know, all roads lead to the money club. And that is where I am focusing all of my energy is where I'm focusing all of my prospecting and all of my, you know, social media and everything that I'm doing is all leading to the money club. And that's going really well. So I've brought on two new ones that I've actually signed up. And then I've got two or three that are like, you know, I'm just having to remind them, like, don't forget to sign up. Don't forget to sign up. Don't yep. forget to sign up because they're like committed. They say that they want to do it but you know, they haven't actually pulled the trigger and, you know, put that credit card in just yet. So, you know, like that's great. And then the other thing that I'm now noticing is doing all of this stuff. Like I've now got kind of like a repeatable system that just works. And it's just a matter of just doing the same things over and over again. So I was like, okay, this is now the time when I need to offload this part. Like just getting the people to the discovery calls. Like I still feel like I still need to do the discovery calls myself, but getting them to the discovery calls has basically been just an exercise in doing the same thing over and over again, having the same conversation over and over again. So what it's I It's like did, dating,
1: it's a first date.
0: It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's like it's like, you know, getting to that first date. <laughs> yep. You know, that, you know, are we a match? This is what I'm offering, kind yep. of conversation. And that doesn't have to come from me. And so I've last couple of days, I put it out into the social media universe that I was looking for a VA who had experience with sales and, you know, could, could do some of this for me. So I've got somebody I'm meeting with on Monday, which I'm pretty psyched about. And,
2: um, you know, look at you
0: delegating
1: and outsourcing, I feel like that's the sign of success when you can bring on an employee.
0: Yeah. Like it's one of those things I feel like financially speaking, you know, it's funny as the money coach that I'm saying this financially speaking, I'm not like, I'm just on the cusp of having the money to do it, but it's one of those situations where if I hire the right person, they will pay for themselves because right. I'm, I'm outsourcing the thing that brings me revenue. Mm -hmm. And so that I can focus more on, you know, actually spending more time with my existing clients and really serving them in the best way that I possibly can, which hopefully will then drive referrals and all that great stuff as well.
1: And I think that when you spend time with existing clients, it sparks this creativity of additional services that you could offer based on conversations like, oh, well, this is good, but they also could, I could do an offshoot of this, right. Or I could branch out into this way. That's at least how I am. Um, but I'm, all, and then it's like, I'm a crazy person. Cause it's like, I have 8,000 things.
0: I'm like, I could do all of these things. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that because I was actually on a call with one of my existing clients last week, having one of her accountability calls. And she was asking me about my time blocking methods because we were trying to schedule when she does her money power hour. And she's like, I don't even, I don't even have mm-hmm. like, I don't even know when I'm going to scratch my nose kind yeah. of a situation. And I was like, okay, we need to back up even further. We need to get you on a schedule. We yep. need to get you on a routine. We need to know, you need to know predictably when you're going to be working. Like she's got three kids. She's got a baby. Like, you know, she's a stay at home mom. Like I am like, I can help you <laughs> mm-hmm. because I am in your shoes. I mean, you have one more kid than I do, but like creating a workable, you know, work week, that's, predictable and regular is something I'm like, this is what we're going to do. And so I had another plan for this week's training for my, for my group, yep. but I was like, Nope, we're going to shift gears. We are going to focus on time blocking because clearly this audience needs to learn some time management stuff because that's, that's all part and parcel of the whole entrepreneurial gig. Absolutely. And that's something I
1: struggle with hundred percent. So
0: <laughs> I'll send you the,
1: the, the, yeah. math, the tutorial. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Once I get it, once I, once I record it tomorrow, probably.
1: (laughs) Well, that sounds like really positive. And honestly, like based on what we discussed last time, like definitely a step up, right? You're still putting yourself out there. It looks
0: like you're getting some people that are interested. So good for you. Thank you. Yeah. It's been, it's been a very positive couple of weeks. Like there's obviously still the stumbling blocks and the things that are just like, ah, but at the same time, like, I feel like I've hit that point where it's like, okay, I can do this. Like mm-hmm. this is, things are actually going to move in the right direction. And I think we're really, what I know I'm finding success is when I've found a repeatable process. Yes. Like- oh, hundred percent. The thing that I always sort of liken it back to was my university days. Like my first two years in university, I floundered a lot. I didn't know how to study. I didn't know how, like, cause I breezed through high school with like barely even, you know, cracking a book. And Mm -hmm. then I got to university and was like, oh shit, I actually have to work at this. How do I do that? Yep. And so it took me, you know, that first couple of years of floundering and getting really bad grades and not figuring it out until I had that repeatable process. And then it was like, oh, I got this. And, you know, I graduated at the top of my class. Yep. So, you know, now that I feel like, hey, this is a repeatable process. I just have to do this over and over again. And the success is gonna come. Except this time I can offload it because <laughs> there's no exam at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm feeling good about that. Um, I feel like, oh, my dogs are going crazy. Um, yeah. Welcome to pandemic entrepreneurship, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I feel like people are always like, um, Ashley, can you mute? <laughs> like, sorry. Um, update for me. Oh, um, I have I feel like definitely gotten into the swing of things and creating like a schedule and and I feel much more in control, less anxious about my day to day. I'm amazing. no longer I'm no longer like, what the fuck am I doing every day? I'm like, I know what I'm doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, you wake up in the morning and you're like, I have a game plan. So it's like, check this off, check this off, check this off. And I was actually able to, on Friday, it's still technically clinical, a work day, but I really did no work. Ooh. Cause I, I had gotten it titties. all done. I know. <laughs> like, what? And then I was like, is there something I'm forgetting? Cause I'm always like, is there something I'm forgetting to do? There must be something I'm forgetting to do. And I was like, no, there's not.
0: And it felt really nice. That's amazing. Well, I have to say you definitely, you definitely have a much like more Zen calm energy. The last couple of times we've recorded, you've sort of looked like, I mean, yeah. And, like there was much more clenching going on. So well, I'm I can say this. I'm I'm, this. I'm
1: right now. I am house sitting at my aunt's house in um, Orange County, at Newport Beach, and the vibe here is so relaxed. Ooh. It's just like very suburban and calm and quiet. And this morning, I went for like an hour plus, like kayaking through the bay.
0: Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing
1: it was it's just like and there's a backyard so my dog can go outside and just like sit in the sun or run around if she wants to or just go outside and bark and there's a driveway that I don't have to worry about parking or street sweeping and you know it's just really nice
0: it's places just finding the zen
1: Yes. And so I'm honestly, you know, her, she, I know she's not listening to this, so she, it's not like a big deal for me to say this, but we hadn't have, we had kind of like a tumultuous relationship over the years. My first moved out here, I lived with her or whatever. And then I moved into my own place and she kind of didn't like that because she wanted me to be here um, to like help out with the kids and like to cook and stuff like that. And so like just recently kind of reconnected. So I've been spending quite a bit of time with her, but sh- you know, she's going away a lot of the summer and I get to be here a lot of the summer awesome yeah
0: yay for you yeah how is so so you found your zen Mm -hmm. and you took Friday off like how how is it going um I know that there was talk of a problematic client that you had either I can't remember if you'd off yeah do you know but you know
1: what the great thing is we had a like team meeting um two weeks ago and it was just basically thankfully so she brought on me and someone else the same time and the other person her and I have been like DMing and going like literally we're both on the same page of like what the fuck are we supposed to like there's there's a lot of different directions but there's no clear direction as to how to go in said directions you know what I mean and mm-hmm. so she was basically like no I'm like what am I supposed to be doing what is she supposed to be doing let's be as specific as possible and make a step-by-step I do this she does that and so that clarity has gotten rid of a lot of confusion. I can say I think she got in the words of Marilyn Monroe in *Some Like It Hot* the fuzzy end of the lollipop, but I, I didn't, and so I'm okay with that.
0: <laughs> I just watched that movie recently, so that's that a why fantastic I say that. quote. I've never actually seen *Some Like It Hot*, so I feel it's like brilliant. I need to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. It's so good. Well, there you go. Maybe that'll maybe that'll go with my accountability <laughs> at the end of the thing. Watch a Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I was say Marilyn Manson. And I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. Um, watch a Marilyn Monroe movie. Watch a movie in general at all. <laughs> Dude, I just watched a movie today. Oh yeah. Well, oh, that sounds like that that's that's living. That is living. Yeah. I mean, I've watched a movie in months. Anyway, you guys don't need to hear about my crazy craziness. Uh, well, that's awesome. I'm glad that you like sorted that out. It sounds like that she hired some great people. She just <laughs> needed a little guidance.
1: And you know, it's hard when you're first kind of delegating out tasks when you've had them all in your own head for so long where it's like, well, I know how to do this. How come this person doesn't? It's like, well, this person doesn't because they haven't been given the information. They can't do Well, they don't live do inside that. your head. Right. And that's what she said. She's like, you know, I write things down like 10 different places. Like, yeah, but you're writing them down at your house with you, but I'm not there.
0: <laughs> I'm not standing in your kitchen looking at the chicken scratch that you just jotted down on the back of an envelope.
1: Right. Or or, you know, she'll say something and then I'll say something back like, well, what are you talking about here? And she's like, I wasn't clear. It's like, well, exactly. But that's something I learned at my last job. My last boss was incredibly condescending and was very much like any pronoun I would use and I mean like in talking about like different pieces of curriculum like well I put them here them who which ones in particular so I am very specific because I had to work for her for three years so I'm like okay in my head I'm like now now I've become that person like what are you talking about
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah
0: but at the same time like there is a there's a time and a place for that and particularly when we're working in the online space and we're not in the same room together, things can get lost in translation very Mm -hmm. easily. And so I feel like now is the time and place for like extreme clarity.
1: And, and, and I said, there's no such thing as too much information. There's no such thing as too much communicating. Like I will ask a million times, like, is this exactly what you want? Is it? Are you sure? Just because you might say that because you probably glanced at it briefly, but like, take a second, actually look at it or then take a little bit of time and be like, is this really what I want it to look like? Cause I don't want to have to go back and redo it two weeks later. Cause you're like, this is horrible. It's like, well, I've asked you, you know, several well, times And I now. feel like
0: also too, you know, like if you put something out there sort of into the public space and then, and then your, you know, employer, client, whatever says, oh, I don't actually like that. Then they look like an idiot because... Things are being changed after they're being seen. And then, you know, from a client perspective, it's like, well, what, they clearly don't have their stuff together. If they're constantly That's what changing. I'm literally I'm going,
1: going through right now. She's doing like an Instagram live every week. And she's like, I don't like the way I look on the Instagram live. And she's like, I have this light. I have this filter. And I'm like, I'm not there. She's like, well, can you make me a filter? I'm like, I don't know what that means. I tell me what you want. The, she, I was like, the filters I use are the ones that have like the big eyes or like the hearts and the glitter and the, like, that's the stuff I like, you know, yeah. I know that's not her. And so she's like, I'm just not going to do it anymore. Cause I don't like this. And I'm like, well, that's not the option that we should probably be going with. Right. We should have practiced it prior to well, you yeah, doing I it. I feel
0: like that's a fairly easy fix. It's like, you just go and try different locations. You try different lights. You try like, that's, that's a, you know, kind of what's the word I'm looking for uh, trial and error kind of a situation where you just have to go through and try it figure out what doesn't work so you can narrow in on what does work mm-hmm. or just and, you know and look it. if it doesn't work once you know
1: what doesn't work if it doesn't work twice you know now two things that don't work it's not like oh it didn't work twice so now I'm giving up I'm just like yeah. well, that's not mm.
0: <laughs> if we all did that trying to build business nobody's Yep. A hundred percent. Cause I can speak to any business owner and be like, so the first thing that you tried in business, that that was that successful. And they'd be like, no, mm-hmm. so, every single one of them. I, 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 it's just, nobody succeeds on their first shot and no matter what they do. Right. So, well, I, I'm glad that you are working through it. It sounds like there's a reason I don't do your job because <laughs> I think that there would be a lot more swearing coming from me and you're so much more patient. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to working with kids though. So yeah, I got my, I got kids. I I did kids for a long time, but um, yeah, I feel like with children though, they're, they're, they're different. They've got, they've got a different sort of energy about them. They're just, I don't know. Children and difficult people or they're just it's a different ball of
1: wax. Yes. But potentially same skill set you're using to deal with them.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe I'm just more patient with kids because I'm like, you're just a child. It's okay. I don't expect you to have, you know, skills and competencies. Whereas with grownups, I'm like, no, you should be better than this. You're a grownup. Get your shit yeah. together. <laughs> and on
2: that note.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Let's dive into the interview. Our guest today is Tracy Morgan. Tracy is a mama of two boys, a productivity consultant, and a behavior change coach. She is also the founder of TracyLynnMorgan.com, an online lifestyle improvement brand that gives entrepreneurial moms the tools and support they need to level up their productivity and build their business around the lifestyle they love. Welcome, Tracy. Great to be here. Thanks for having me, you guys. Absolutely. So Tracy, why don't you take a second and tell everybody a little bit about how you got here?
2: Yeah. The backstory. Right. Um, so my backstory is is very similar to a lot of ours, how we are in the corporate world and kind of built up a career. And then all of a sudden that changes one day. Right. And so for me, that change or kind of that pivotal point was, uh, I was a productivity, uh, change management process improvement consultant, uh, Traveling, working internationally, and was pregnant with my first baby. And it came time to fly home to have my baby because she can't fly past a certain point. So, mama's got to stop working and focus on mama. And uh, I came home and we ended up having our first baby uh, at 33 weeks. Um, so, I thought I'd have a little bit more time to prepare, but it was trial by fire. And we ended up spending five weeks in NICU. And there was actually a pivotal point driving into the hospital one day because I had gone home for supplies, came back. And the levee had broken in our town, and this is like literally and figuratively. So I'm driving, and the highway is filling up, and I'm like, between me and my baby at the hospital, and I was just like, there is nothing that is going to keep me between, you know, get between me and my baby, like that, that mama bear. And it just kind of dawned on me of like, I, I always thought that I'd have my kids, I'd get them settled, I'd go back out and do kind of that corporate, you know, international corporate consulting thing and, you know, set my husband up and everything be fine. And the mother that I was becoming did not uh, think with who I thought I was. And so I stopped and had a pivot and I was like, okay, you know what? I want to make this work, but this has got to like this business profitability and being quote unquote successful has got to align with who I am and who I'm becoming and, and the lifestyle I truly wanted. And so that became kind of this mission and passion was to bring my corporate skills from the process improvement and the productivity and change management into kind of the small business world and the entrepreneurial world and help moms in kind of a similar position starting up and moving forward.
0: I that. It sounds to me like, like that situation. Like I, I got this visual of
2: you sitting in your car and like, when you said the highway filling up was like literally like filling up with like water, oh, oh, literally like it was filling up with water. The cars were going through and we didn't know what was happening. Right. Cause it, oh it, it like like the levee literally on the side of the bank, You looked over and it was eroding right in front of us. And this is like a big river filling up the highway. And I was just like, there's no way like, like, you know, gas pedal down and we're going through this. Like nothing, And I am not being so. And they ended up closing the highway for about 24 hours after we were like one of the last cars through. But I was like, no, there's no way. Like you are not going to stop me. Like yeah. it, was, it was intense, but it was like that reflection of like when you have a passion and a purpose and you really connect in really deeply, like we, we all talk about our why, right? But when you really like that is so anchored and you are so centered on that, then there's nothing that's going to change that. And that became the shift in business as well. It was just a transfer over to how can I do this and build my business up around the lifestyle that I want for myself. And I don't mean like time freedom and, and money freedom. And I'm not talking the big picture stuff. I'm talking about the real life. Let's make this work for me. Like that, fulfillment that you have when your work life and your family life and your personal life kind of, they work together. They're not competing and it's hard. And it's a daily struggle to get there, but that is just was so critical and so important for me. And I was like, how can I, you know, help build that into my business to help, you know, I focus on mom entrepreneurs, but also health professionals, because that's my background. I've been in healthcare for 20 years. And I focus on helping health professionals build up their business and really protect that lifestyle that they cover themselves. So how can you build a profit? Like I call it the triad, right? A profitable business, um, getting client results that fits within your lifestyle. You've got to have those three. That to be a success.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad that you, you went that direction because like that really, um, it kind of drives where I wanted to talk about today is like, how do, how can you set yourself up for success? Cause I see this over and over again. And it happened to me as well, where you start down a path and then suddenly you realize like, there is no way that I can sustain this and have enough business to make a living at it. like the, the time commitment to deliver those results, to do it on a grand enough scale that you're making a reasonable living the numbers just don't add up and there's just not enough hours in a day to do all of those things so like for somebody who's just getting started and you know or even you know six months a year into things like what are the things that they need to look for in those early stages to create that that triad that you're talking about
2: Yeah. And that's a super good question. And for all your listeners out there, like there are so many ways to go at this. And so I'll give you kind of my perspective on it. And if it doesn't fit, that's okay. Right. Like the important thing is to, you know, find something that fits for you. For me, uh, it's just, it's really important to center into what, where you are now and kind of, we go through seasons of our life. So I always start from a big picture. And I look at, okay, I know where I want to go, how I want to grow my business. And it has to make sense, right? So you look at those three triads, right? From the business profitability, like it might be several years out, but what is that business model that is profitable and scalable, right? And having a sense of how that actually looks and sitting down with a strategist, if you need to, to help kind of iron some of that out, because sometimes you know, we don't have to reinvent the wheel here, but maybe someone can help give you perspective. or you know from me, my coach said, lean on me for confidence. Like that was a big thing of like this is how you can build your business model. Um, and so having kind of that direction or kind of that big picture goal, for the business and knowing that it's a profitable enough model, right? And for me, I've had so many restarts, but I had to stay clear on that focus of from a business model perspective on that, in that first kind of part of the triad, I need to know that I have really good solid product market fit. And sometimes I just wanted to race ahead and just feel that feeling of progress and just get something done and throw spaghetti at the wall. And, you know, I had my times when I was like, I don't care. I just, I just want to try this because I want to try it and have to get it out of my system. And then, okay, I come back and I'm like, yeah, that was not a profitable venture, but I learned from it. Right. And it helped set me up to be more strategic next time. So all of those lessons add up, but you, you have to know them, the math of it, right. Of from a profitability perspective of what business model that is really going to work for you and set that as kind of that big picture. And then you look at okay how do I build up to that? And as I'm building up to it, how do I do that in a strategic way that is going to lay down systems or set up a system? Because I'm a big systems person, set up a system that's scalable. So it's simple enough. And I've captured how I do things that someone else can do that. And then systematically kind of um, bring other people on to do certain parts of it. But you actually it's truly, you're building the airplane on the way up, right? Like you're building the parts. And as you build the parts, you're building it with the mindset of how can I build this in a way that I can hand it off to someone every single time. Tracy, can you, can you give a little bit more information on, on what that looked like for you specifically? Yeah, totally. Okay. So, uh, like for me, I stepped into helping with medical practices, right. And because I honed in and I had a niche, I was like, okay, this is my business model. I know how I can scale this. I want to have, who do I want to work with? Because from a lifestyle perspective, that's important. I want to be working with the right people, right? And how many hours? I'm 30 hours a week. And that is my non-negotiable. And so I'm like, okay, so I know from my business model, I'm going to have some clients that I'm going to work one-on-one with. Then I'm going to, you know, as my stepping stone, I'm going to package that after I get a certain number of clients and look at. Uh, the parts that kind of everyone across the board needs. So say an Mm -hmm. operations manager, and then yes, we can throw that into a course, however you want to label that, but how can you package it so it's going to give value based on what people want? And all of this is anchored by rock solid market research, right? Where you're able to step in and know that that's actually something people really need and you have a solution for it. So it's all anchored in that. Uh, But as I build with those clients, I template it and I think, okay, so here I'm working with a med spa owner and we are getting her systems laid down so that uh, her marketing systems are in place. So I template out all of the marketing uh, material that I have as a starting point and then they put their own flair on it. And now I know I have a packaged product, I can productize my service, really. Mm -hmm. And I can now leverage that if I want, when I'm ready to kind of open up another revenue stream. Now, for me personally, I'm in working one-on-one because I'm building up, but I'm doing it with that end result of knowing I want to be able to package things that are very desirable that meet a need or solve a problem as I go so I'm I'm intently figuring out what those problems are and putting those packages in place so Mm -hmm. even though I'm basic 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 I'm doing it strategically and who
1: was your like coach the one that kind of helped lay that out for you or was that just kind
2: of a intuitive instinctual like this is what I would want Well, I come from a healthcare background and when you're working with, you know, 20,000 employees, you can't, and you're working in in healthcare systems, you don't decide to do a procedure different because you have a desire to do that. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, so I've been in, because I've been in process improvement and systems and, you know, productivity within the health sector, kind of that lean thinking, it's like, What we're going to do is we're going to lay this down so that we can do it routinely multiple times and get repeatable results that are safe for people, Mm -hmm. right? And your best practices are built into that. And now how you might talk to your patients might be different or, you know, what specific, say, marketing campaign or your lens or your view or kind of your differentiator might be different in, say, your marketing campaigns. But Mm -hmm. there are things. And we always, I know we feel like we're unique and we are, and we can put that flair on it, but there's a base level system that you can pull out of this stuff. That's a lot of conversation there. Sorry, guys. Yeah,
1: no, but I love that because you're kind of that your history, your work history kind of prepares you for this, this new opportunity and this new business venture, because you have all of the, the tools and the tricks of what works and what people are going to gravitate
2: towards to kind of build yourself up for success. Yeah, actually, totally. And that's, I mean, as we come into this, and we start to kind of build our own businesses, if say you're trying to get out of the corporate world, and you bring that knowledge, it's like, okay, well, how can I package this so that it's reproducible? Because, you know, Jen, to go back to your original question, like, how do you actually do that in a way that's scalable? And that is how you do it, like simplicity scales. So what would be some of the like red flags,
0: like in those beginning stages, when you're setting that all out and trying to be really strategic, like what are some of the things that people should be looking for as potential red flags that could derail that whole beautiful system of set it up and pass it off?
2: Yeah. Uh, And I would say like, you want to try to get to a point where you get consistent results for your clients right? And then look at what are the things that are really working and you're going to have an essence. You're going to have a flair in yourself that only you bring to the business, but there's a certain function or component that you do with that person to help make it reproducible and scalable. Like, so what are those parts that are really working for each client and looking kind of for those themes in it? So the red flag would be if you and it comes to an energy thing too. I got to say, if you are doing something different for every single client, I guarantee it's going to take a lot more energy than when you get in your groove and you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is my process. I'm going to take you through. And this is what I know I have proven results for. Those are the things that you want to start to capture in systems.
0: That makes a lot of sense. So switching gears a little bit here, um, because I really want to tackle this next sort of question is the day-to-day, like there's You know, I love the big picture thinking, but I know particularly like myself, I'm a busy mom. You get it. You've got kids yourself. Sometimes things go beautifully and sometimes things go horribly wrong. And so like, what are some of the things that people can do to set them up for success? And then how do you navigate when things go sideways? Like your kid decides that, you know, they're not going to nap because they're, you know, whatever is going up their little butts.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I, I can so relate to that <laughs> depending <laughs> on the season that you're in and, and it's going to be different. And I think, um, you know, depending on the scenario that you're in and I, I think, you know, as mom entrepreneurs, I'm going to say, and I'm not speaking for all of us, but I, I really think there's a level of grace that we grant ourselves in all of this. Um, and so really going back to kind of that big picture in that lifestyle piece and really rooting yourself on what are your non-negotiables to start. Um, and that's a high level thing, but I think it's so critical because I think there's so much self judgment that comes in so that I actually think it's worth having that conversation to say, you know, what are my, I always start with, what are my essentials? Like my essentials are that I spend, I have toddlers, two toddlers. Um, and this sounds weird, but ten minutes a day of special time with them, where I step in and I don't think about anything—I'm right in their world. And to be honest, it doesn't sound like much, but it's incredibly hard to do. Oh,
0: I believe you, a hundred percent. I've got a, a four-year-old and an eighteen-month-old. A so, ten yeah. minutes with my eighteen-month-old—like I can do it with my four-year-old now because she's a little older and we can like engage. But my eighteen-month-old, ten minutes dedicated in his world would be bananas
2: yeah and it's hard and so you know and so the same philosophy kind of goes over to your business and I would say if you can be very strategic and this is where I'm kind of like we talked high level uh and strategy so now we kind of dive into the focus so when there is a lot of balls in the air and you can start to look you look at your strategy you look you know where you're going we talked about that direction you know what you need to do to work on to get there and it's okay. You take a learning kind of lens to it where, you know, if it doesn't, I, I kind of set, you know, I use the quarter. So I kind of do a waterfall. I take my yearly goals. I break them down into the quarter. And then in the quarter, I break them down to the month. And then I just focus on that month. And I, I put my target so that I know why, like what I expect to get out of this. But I don't necessarily have to hold myself to the target. I hold myself to the learning and the process. And so I think that this is what I want to accomplish. So let's say, uh, you know, when I started out market research, I need to reach out to 15 uh, practice owners and do market research interviews with them. That's going to inform my product. I want to have this done by the end of the month. Okay, so sometimes you can't control how people are getting back to you, right? But if you can set... A process. You can be held to the process of the follow up, and uh, you know how many people you want to connect with. And if it's not flowing, um, you can add on more people. And so you want to move the process through and be held to those goals for that month. And then at the at you know at the ten mark again, you have that control or ten or fifteen or whatever it is. Then you want to collect that information and have an outcome from it, an output from it. And you want to know that that output, maybe you create a research report for your industry and it informs, you know, a very particular problem and need, and you have a solution now to offer that. So you circle back, right? But you set your target. So maybe that month is just getting those uh, market research interviews set up and conducting them. And then you can break it down for the week. Right. And so, and I really, 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 this comes back to your question, Jen, I try to focus on my week blocks. So I'm like in this week, I need to, I need to find 10 people to send out my market research to. And I'm going to set up uh, that information in my CRM so that I can actually track this and I'm going to send out the script and I put time limits to how much time I think that will be, and that's my week, and then I plan it out for my days. So then I step into my day, and I'm like, okay, you know, I know I have three 30-minute tasks that have to get done. I have my top three, right? And now I'm going to fit this in. I look at kind of where that's going to fit, and it's got to be flexible. So as a busy mom, one of the strategies that I tend to use is to to chunk my time in smaller time blocks, and we all know this, we keep hearing these type of things, right? But it's kind of locking it down to those 30 minute chunks. But the, the key for me is knowing how those 30 minute chunks actually roll back up to your big strategy and your big picture. So that everything you're doing is has a strategic int- intention behind it. And it's not just, there's so many times where if I don't actually plan it out and know those top three things, I end up doing the busy work that doesn't move me forward. And then I get frustrated with my kids because I haven't gotten anything done. And even though I did work, it doesn't feel good to me. And so I've like thrown that out. And I'm like, you know what? If I only get three things, but those three things actually add up to moving me forward, good enough. And so that's your good enough. And it's okay to set like, that's enough. But that's-, that's so been- It's so crazy. Like, and that's good enough.
1: And in my head, I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, you're so so structured and you're like so scheduled and well thought out. And I'm like, I just feel like now I'm like all over the place.
2: I'm the person throwing the spaghetti on the wall. Like what am I going to do today? But you know what? Like, that's the thing is because I, I've been told before, like I'm randomly organized and I am so scattered that if I don't have three things that I need to hit, then my house would be covered in spaghetti. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm so (laughs) sick of spaghetti. Then I'm like, no, three things, that's it. And then I just go enjoy yourself or do whatever. And then you can you can scatter, you can like scatter spaghetti wherever you want after you do those three things. <laughs> so at least I got something done. But the, that structure, with structure comes freedom. Like that's the paradox. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So I think, and, I, and similar to like, you know, kids love having a structure and a routine. I feel like even the people that say that they don't like having that in their life there is a structure and a routine to what they actually have to do or are doing every day. And now I'm like, in my head, like, I'm going to do that for this next week. Structure have each day,
2: have my three things. Because entrepreneurs, especially in that creative sense, right? We don't want to be constrained. Right. But the thing is, is we want, if you want to keep being creative and being, um, you know, in business and actually kind of profitable, going back to that third angle, uh, anchor there, you need to make progress. So if you can find whatever structure is in that system to kind of make that progress, freedom comes from that because you have accomplished that. And so, you know, I I will buck my own system all the time in terms of, you know, I'll maybe put things off right till the end. And then I'll be like, okay, I got to power through and get this done. You know, like, and you, I gamify it. It's like, okay, I'm going to get certain number of points this week. I'm gonna try a point system. <laughs> I like I'm constantly fighting because it's not that I'm not motivated, right? It's that that feeling of like you need to focus. You need to you know stay on task. And so that all these little kind of tricks. And there's so many things that you can do to help you kind of stay on track and kind of deliver those results. And this one works for me. And so what it is, is that's why I say it's everyone's different. It's find those little things that help you make progress and you can see it and you can feel it and it adds up to something. And that something is something that you want. And I think that's so important for people that are just
1: starting out with their business, because it, especially if you don't have a background in whatever, you know, in, in, having your own business. You're like, I'm going to do all the things. And then you're pulling so many different directions where you're not necessarily being the most productive you could be with your time because you don't have that structure set out for yourself.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, that that focus kind of helps us get in the habit of closing those loops too, because we, there's so many ideas that we have. Mm -hmm. And And so if you, can see the value in your idea, then that, and you lay down that, however you want to do it, you lay down that plan, but you, you gotta stick, you choose your endpoint, right? And it doesn't have to be a a date like that you need to accomplish something. Um, but you want to have an endpoint target so that you actually, you know, stay on track and close the loop of trying something out. Because so often we have these ideas and we start and then we get shiny object and we get off track and we never close the loop to actually see if it worked or not. Cause we've jumped onto something else. And so, you know, that's why I like quarters because they actually hold me accountable for three months and then I can get up and do whatever I want. <laughs> and I kind of have this little like tantrum and I try a couple things and then I'm like, oh, that didn't work. So I'll go back to focusing. And <laughs> I get back in, I'm like, okay you know, now I'm going to try this and, and you start to see the progress and how it moves forward. And then once you actually prove it to yourself that, Oh, wait a minute, actually seeing this through. And then that continuous improvement of making it better, like, okay, I, I stuck to the plan for three months and I can look up after that and I can see all the shiny objects I want and I can choose a different one, but I got to head down for this first three months or for this month or for this week. And then I can look up after. So you get in the habit of closing the loops. And when you do that, you actually start to see how you're moving forward. And then you get hooked on moving forward as opposed to shining um, objects. There. and well, that- there's,
1: there's such a relief from knowing that you finished a task. Like I did it, it's done. I can push it off of my plate now like and bring something else in.
0: Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. awesome, like taking something off a to-do list. Like I don't know about you guys, but I... I've actually done that person where I've written something I've already done just for the satisfaction of crossing it. Off.
2: Like, yeah. And it's <laughs> like gamification, right? Like, so give yourself points. Like, I'm like, okay, so my wine is, I get five points. And I get a glass of wine. Like, that's awesome. okay. By the end of the week, if I get a 50 point week, like we're buying champagne, we're good. Everything's working. I'm really happy or whatever that reward system is for you. Right. Like a advocating for that but uh whatever works for you to you to make it kind of fun and engaging so that you start to actually feel that power of progress because that that power of progress when you start to see the momentum then it's no longer about kind of that immediate of like you know what do I want to do and I just kind of want the variety it becomes about like Oh, now I can actually see this working and, and oh, like I am someone that sticks to this plan. And oh my gosh, I am the, a person that builds a profitable business and you become like your identity changes with that. And, but it starts by proving it to yourself. And that comes through kind of these small little wins and that focus.
0: Awesome. Well, Tracy, I feel like we could sit here all day and and chat with you about this, but unfortunately we are out of time. So if people do want to connect with you, work with you, reach you
2: in the online space, how do they do that? Yeah. So it's uh, tracylynmorgan.com, T-R-A-C-Y-L-Y-N-N-Morgan.com. And uh, I can throw in the show notes here, throw away uh, my time to profit method, which actually kind of walks you through uh, kind of the three steps that I go through to kind of help get that focus. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time, your expertise, and your amazing advice. We have had so much fun
2: chatting with you today. Oh, thanks for having me, you guys. I appreciate it.
0: This is the part of the show where we share the highs and lows of doing business in the online space. It's time for wins and woes. Woo! all right wins time Ashley what is your win this so I was gonna say week but it's not week this last couple of weeks
1: um I actually had a call and uh last week and this was someone that I through my ex knew her and I were always friendly but I wouldn't say friends like we never hung out together like just by ourselves. Um, and so she's with someone new now and she just started this new business and she had posted something, um, on Facebook saying like, I need help with, with social media and I'm getting a lot of, I'm just like overwhelmed. I just need some help. And so like her and I had been messaging messaging back and forth and we had, so I, I did like a messenger call, like video call or whatever with her and her boyfriend, husband, whatever they are now. Um, and I like, I was giving her all these ideas of things and I could see she was writing them down. And um, then she had told me, she sent me a, a message a f- like four days later and was like, I did what you said and it worked. And I was like, Yay! Oh, fuck yeah. and I was like, I, it was one of those, like, I just kind of the validation you need sometimes of like, okay, so I do know what I'm talking about.
0: You know, know, when you know what you're talking about and your, your people, you know, your people get or win that you predict and, that they will get, but it's not always guaranteed.
1: And I like to work with a lot of people in like spiritual health and wellness and things like that. So like she considers herself a witch and. Hey, I feel like I always tell people I'm like, weren't we all witches at some point, you know, like, and especially like, right. You probably went through that phase where you thought you were a witch uh-huh. and right, exactly. And so, and I said to her, I was like, you know, you're just posting, they do, they sell a product, right. So they're a product-based business. And I'm like, but you're, all you're doing is showcasing the product and you're repeating the same thing over and over and over again. And you're like, I'm getting tired of this and bored. Like, I feel like I'm at a loss as to what I'm like, because you're not branching out besides. Put, putting showcasing the product. So I gave her like all these ideas about like education and stuff like this. And I'm like, you know, lean into that spiritual, witch community, because you can be an authority there, right? It doesn't have to all be sales. It can be education. It can be, you know, promotion. It can be, you know, anything. It doesn't have to just be like, please buy this, please buy this. And so they did that, uh, for the day of my birthday, which was the strawberry supermoon. And so they, I said, like, talk about what is a supermoon? What's a strawberry supermoon? What does that mean? What should you be doing on this day? I've only heard of supermoon, but
0: I've never heard of a strawberry supermoon.
1: It was the last supermoon of the year. And I only know that because it obviously was my birthday. So I was like very much involved in the idea of like everything beyond it. So I was like, but there you go, put that in there and then say like, this is what I would use on this day, you know, and then you could put your product in there. But there's an educational piece of it that talks about how it applies to your community. And so it was just like, when they said that, I was like, yes. Yeah. Yay. So that was and, and I didn't get paid for that. Like it was just like again, it was like, you know, I just want to help you out because you don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, totally. And and I was like, you know, however I can best like serve you. And they're so sweet. They're like, let us know where we can send stuff for you. And I'm like, I don't need any of your stuff. Like, thank you so much. But like literally, I'm just like, let me just if you could just say like you were right, and I could take that and use it as a testimonial, that's all I need. Thanks.
0: Like, you know. <laughs> so that's awesome there was my win what was yours my win this week is kind of a a funny one so uh, anyone who has listened previously knows that what I've been doing is just putting out these like hey this is what I'm doing you know for the money club and just responding to the litany of messages that comes back in and every once in a while I'll get these people who are just instead of commenting on the post they'll just send me a message directly Mm -hmm. and at first I was you know responding and being like, okay, let's have the conversation. And I thought, well, I'm going to throw a little bit of spaghetti at the wall and I'm just going to send them the link to my sales page instead of going through the whole conversation and see if that goes anywhere. And so a couple of people I did that with, and then I happened to notice that one of the people that I did that with had literally put out a post saying that they were looking for a financial coach. And I was like, hmm, Maybe I may have squandered an opportunity for some one-on-one coaching here. Cause that's a lot more lucrative than mm-hmm. the money club for me. And so I reached out again and I sent them a message and got a conversation going like, Oh, I saw that you're looking for a coach. Can you tell me a little bit more about your goals? Blah, 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 blah. And then they kind of didn't respond for a few days. And I thought, Oh, well, I missed my opportunity. She's probably starting to talk to someone else. Cause she had like eight comments on her mm-hmm. post. So I just sort of went, Oh, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. And moved on. And then this morning she responded. We got to chatting. I'm talking to her after we record oh yay. yay so I'm really excited and so it was like okay you know like yes it's okay to try something new and sort of throw that spaghetti at the wall but it was like I really need to learn to just do what works like stop trying <laughs> to reinvent yep. the wheel you know that the conversations work just do it yep you know? and so that's that's where I'm at now let's talk about the woes what's your woe?
1: Well, mine is more of a financial thing. I have this computer and I kind of hate it. And my woe for me is I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to invest in something else. And yeah, I hate the idea of that. Um, There's just so many things about this computer that really, really bother me. And it can be used, I think, as a backup or just like, but like, this is my go-to for everything. And it's just for me, not reliable enough. And I hate spending money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just replaced my machine about three months ago, two months ago. And I was in the same position. It was like, I, you can't have an unreliable, especially doing what you do. Like you cannot have an unreliable computer. Like you have to have something that you're, you can count on. Yep. And, uh, yeah. That sucks. I'm sorry. And I also find like the process of re- re- like replacing a piece of electronics, like doing all the research, figuring out what to buy and what your budget is. Like that's a, that's a whole thing all on its own. And it's Jen, you
1: know, my exhausting. ex was very tech savvy. So he would set everything up for me for the past like 10 years. So this yeah. is me trying to do it by myself. And uh, It's one of those, like, I just had to bite the bullet and do it. I know Mm -hmm. I do. But I, like, keep
0: putting it off because I (laughs) don't want to. I hear you on that one. Yeah. And and I'm also in that same boat where my IT department is my, you know, husband. And Mm -hmm. if anything goes wrong, he's the first person I call. And if he was not around, I would be lost and somewhat pissed off. So, yeah. That sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well. My woe is sort of comes back to something that I talked about very briefly in my update, which was, you know, some of the people who I have talked to and had the discovery calls with, and have said, yep, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm signing up for the money club and haven't actually signed up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I've told them, like, I've reminded them three or four times. And like, there's two, these two women, these two women, I'm like, you know, Hey, just to let you know, cause I had planned on raising the rates today. And mm-hmm the only reason I didn't do it this morning was just because my day just kind of went sideways, but I Mm -hmm. reminded them like three times. I'm like, Hey guys, you know, just let you know, the rates are going up tomorrow. And like the, the cost is literally doubling because like it was an introductory rate of like ridiculously low. So it was like $25 a month, which is just nothing. So it's going up to 50. And I just haven't quite gotten to updating the PayPal links and the, you know, the sales page and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, You told me a week ago that you were signing up, like get off your ass and fucking sign up or you're going to end up paying more. Like, yeah, you know, I can only remind people so many times and like, so anyway, I'm just like, uh, just do it. But
1: then don't you also feel like you're kind of like being a bother by being like, Hey, remember you said you're going to do this. It's just like, that's so irritating. But at the same time, it's like, come on, dude, really? Yeah. Like either, either piss or get off the pot. Yes. (laughs) Yep. You're not seeing my face. Like, it's literally just a text conversation. Just fucking say, like, actually, you know, my situation has changed or whatever.
0: You know, or or take the five minutes, go find your credit card, take five minutes. And sign. like, it literally would be, if you were the slowest human being on planet Earth, it would take you five minutes to sign yeah. up. Like, literally, it's clicking a couple of buttons and putting in your credit card information. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. And so, like it's one of those things I'm sure that it's not there, like some weird mental block that they're just stalling on yep. and there's one, one of them I know specifically that it's a stall because she's been stalling for like five years on basically running her business um, but uh, yeah like it's just like come on yeah come on Pull out yep, the
2: Pull yep. Out
0: the so that's my wall. oh well <laughs> maybe they'll sign up, maybe they won't, who knows You did all you can do at this point. It's true. Enough fun and games. Now it's time to get some shit done. Yes. Okay. so last time we talked, you were going to set up your company's social media up until the end of July. Did you get that done? That did not happen. Hmm.
1: It has been top of mind. And, um, and I can tell you, and I know this is an excuse as to why it did not happen. You are allowed five social media, you're allowed five Instagram accounts on your phone. You're okay. allowed endless accounts on your computer or on, or on an iPad or something like that, but on your phone, you can only have five. And, you know, just started pulling out like the ones that I was like, okay, well, I don't need this one, I guess on my phone. I don't need this one on my phone because it's so easy then to go into as a client or their client's Instagram and go into comment and like, and post a story and stuff like that. And so it's not on my phone anymore. And so it was just like, I think about it. Maybe <laughs> I should not have taken Friday off. Maybe I should have invested that time in doing <laughs> that. But I can tell you that I needed the time to just, you know, make time for me. So um, I I want to go back to do that. And then I also want to spend some time. I do like a mandatory three month kind of uh, commitment with me because I don't think it's fair to to judge off of one month or a week or something like that. Um, And on, on both counts, right? Like somebody can be a piece of shit. You're going to know that immediately. And then you're like, shit, I'm stuck with them for three months. Or you'd be like, I can learn to work with them and maybe we're just not communicating well. And there is a way to find out we can do that. Um, So what I need to do uh, in the next bit of time, I need to start consistently going out, looking for more clients because I feel like that's also been on the back burner. I'm like, I have enough. And I'm like, yeah, I need to focus on that.
0: Cool. All right. Well, get on it, get on that prospecting. Yes. Okay. Well, my, my big to do was to fix my website, which I did do. I'm actually quite proud of myself that I I spent pretty much that next day, like right after recorded, I was like, no, I'm doing this. And I like, carved out an entire Monday, which is my child, my one childcare day a week. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just like pounded it out and it's pretty good. So uh, the only thing that's left to do is I'd like to have like an actual sales page writer, redo the sales page for the money club, because like the copy on there is probably not great because it's, you know, my stuff. And I feel like somebody who does sales pages for like a living would do a much better job. So that's the only pl- one I didn't touch was the sales page, sales page for the money club. But beyond that, yeah, the rest of the website has completely been overhauled and I'm really happy with it. I actually think good for you. Well. So I'll post a link to that in the show notes. If so, if you would like to go and have a look and, you know, tell me that either you think, yeah, it does look good. Or you think I'm totally full of crap. Let me know either way. Yeah. <laughs> So hopefully by this time, my my to-do is to find that sales VA. That is my, that is my to-do. I really, really want to bring somebody on. Like I said, I've got that one conversation, but I feel like I need to talk to more than just one person. Like I need to have a few conversations and make sure I find the right person Mm -hmm. uh, for the job. So that's, that's on my list is to find an amazing sales VA. So hopefully by the time we record next in a couple of weeks, I will be like, yes, I found someone amazing, and she's already brought me five new clients. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Yep. All right. Well, let us know what's going on in your world. What are you going to get up to the next couple of weeks? And what are your wins and woes and all that other good stuff? And we will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to our crazy journey. If you want to support the show, please download, subscribe, share, and consider leaving us a review. Five stars is nice. If you want to work with me, Ashley, you can find me on
1: Instagram or Facebook at unique, A-P-T-L-Y-U-N-I-Q-U-E. You can also find the link in the show notes.
0: And if you want to work with me, Jen, and learn more about my coaching programs, you can find me at dollardivas.org or join my Facebook group, Money Strategies for Female Entrepreneurs. If you want to join the In the Trenches community, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Please see the
2: show notes for more information.